I'm an old broken down piece of meat. And I'm alone. You stupid fucking blabbermouth! Take a stand. Baby bitches leave. Team, welcome back to the only podcast where you can hear a couple of guys talk about movies and TV live from the ch- ch- chill zone. Hell yeah! Also known as the Dom Shrine, <laughs> canonically. <laughs> Which for people who forgot, that's what uh, Vin Diesel refers to as uh, his area in his house where he has meetings with people. At least it's not the whole house. You know, he has it designated. Yeah, makes it special. What a dope. I mean, we got a lot of Fast and Furious news right up top while we're talking Vin. I send you that thing. They're doing Fast Friday screenings where you can see the entire quote-unquote Fast saga on the big screen in one day. Can you even imagine sitting through all of that? Heaven, I know. Sounds- I, I love those movies, <laughs> and I did it recently. Well, I went, what did I do? I did four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. And that took me two weeks, basically. Not like I was watching only that. Yeah, and it's fun to do at your own pace and like eke your way through. They do this like, we're talking eight, nine movies, counting the new one, in the theater, in a row, in a day. Maybe two days. They might No good? They might have to do it two days. That would just be like a lot. It's crippling, yeah. Like by, I don't know. By the fourth one, I'd be like, you know what? I think the bit's over. I don't think I like these anymore. They're all Ooh. they're all above two hours, too. Or maybe I'd feel even more like family than ever. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. I don't think it would be easy to be done. Only one way to find out. But Vin Diesel, they announced, is going to star in a movie version of the Rock'em Sock'em board game. Like the, like the robots that punch each other? Correct. This sounds right in his wheelhouse. <laughs> Yeah, hey, I'm, I'm a robot boxer now. What board you, game you movies, you know, you know, the success of Battleship really set the tone for <laughs> yeah. board game movies, I think. They're like, we, we need some of that scratch. This is like a can't lose. I think like the Lego movie is the only toy specific. I'm not talking about Toy Story. I'm talking about toy first, then movie. Yeah, and even board game wise, they made a Ouija movie. I think two of those, Ooh. both turkeys. Are they part of the Conjuring universe? or? I think they might be. Actually, no. Maybe? Turkey Vera Farmiga is in them. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, no thanks. Rock'em Sock'em games. Just like, oh, okay. Vin, I'm sure you got this figured out somehow. But yeah, Fast 9 comes out, uh, I think like June 20th. That'll be like a monumental event in the upper street. Do we want to talk about any birthdays as, as we gear up over here? Matter of fact, I think there's some big ones this week. Let I think me just adjust this here. I think Jack Nicholson turned like 84, I believe. That is old. He's up there. Where's my birthday music? Ta-da! The hell, bro? Usually it's right at the top. Ah, there it is. Years ago, we had <laughs> birthdays. I even wrote down years ago in this. Did you? Oh. Yes, I did. 
Just read your mind. Say, years ago, I was 84. So I didn't write anything, but I just thought that it's sometimes I'll do little jokes to myself. Anyway, he's back. Martin Lawrence is 56. Ooh, wee. Edgar Wright is 47. Oh, hello, mate. Cheers. Rick Moranis is 68. Cheers, 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 cheers. Courtney Kardashian is 42. Hi. Suge Knight is 56. It was all a dream. <laughs> John Waters is 75. Oh. He's getting up there. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly is 31. Hey, man. Thanks, man. Yeah. And Jack Nicholson is 84. Church. Mm. What a lineup. That, uh... Jack Nicholson, 84. Yeah. That's like not... He will die soon is the, the sad part. He's one of the greats. You really and- think that? I do. I do not see him being one of those people that lives to be 100. He's a smoker. He's overweight. He eats enormous submarine sandwiches on yachts. Right. The only photographs recent decade of him have all been just pigging out pretty much. Never rub another man's rhubarb. And others. John Waters, 75. That's pretty seasoned. Have you ever seen Pink Flamingos? I've seen like parts of it. That's one of those movies that's so like wacky yeah. and shocking. You need to be in the right mood for it's it. It's like Gummo. Yeah. One of those like, have you ever seen? And yeah. you watch it and it's sort of just, it's not like a good movie. It's just sort of shocking. Yeah. Oh, she's eating poop. Yeah, exactly. I don't oh. find that that impressive. It's like. I do it all the time. Yeah. People are like, can you, <laughs> shit eater. But yeah, people are like, can you believe that they did this? Like, yeah, I can believe that they pointed a camera at someone doing something mm-hmm. wacky. Yeah. It happens all the time. And we got some deaths we got to discuss, unfortunately. Mm. We, uh, speaking of Jack Nicholson, The Departed, we lost someone, a member of the faithful departed. The godmother, (laughs) Alma Wahlberg, has passed on. Hey, where are you? Say goodbye to my mother for me. What the fuck? You're dead? How fucking dare you? How are you going to be on the show now? We were just heating up with a new show. (laughs) Yeah, Wall Street is... We're shutting down Wall Street and doing a 21 turkey salute Mm. for Alma Wahlberg here today. Does she wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning to exercise as well? (laughs) Do you think that's what maybe did her in? Whoa. You think Mark's rigid schedule did her in? She may have been aspiring to be better and her heart exploded. (laughs) Well, I'm not sure. Oh my fucking God. Are you getting this? Wall Street camera people? Years ago, we had the church. (laughs) This is season two of Wall Street. Yeah. Where's Jenny McCarthy? Yeah. Pour out some wall sauce. Blue, bl- blue bloods. And my ma. But yeah, we we thought we'd eulogize her to, to be proper. The mother of the mom. She mall. was 78, I yes. believe. She died of AIDS, actually. <laughs> wow. Unfortunately. How fucking dare you be so disrespectful? Can you imagine if for whatever reason the show went viral and somehow it got into Mark Wahlberg's hands and he heard us making fun of his dead mother saying she died of AIDS? the type of blowback there would be. I mean... It's funny that we are off the radar, so we get to get away with stuff like that. Mark, Donnie, Paul, I want you to know that Ang said that, not me. I would yeah, never Scott be so did rude. not say that. I take full responsibility, and Mark, I'm sorry. Yes. AIDS is not funny, nor is your mother's death. That being yeah. said, please don't sue us. And if I could break the fourth wall, fans, <laughs> he gets it. Uh, I'm sure she was a nice woman. Yeah, and uh, that sucks. 78's not that old. Like, our parents are almost 78, so that's kind of a bummer. Yeah, I didn't even want to do this, but, I mean, Wahlberg stuff, 
who could resist any opportunity to use the voice we just like doing the voice yeah. and i made the edgy aids joke i'm sorry yeah. i'm sure she was a nice woman she had like 19 sons and they're all great at making burgers mm. so you will be missed the fourth wall i just wowed myself the fourth wallb Yes, it is, it is. He gets it. <sighs> Speaking of deaths, I might as well get them all out of the way. Uh, hip-hop legend Black Rob is wow. dead at 51. He was like a big New York guy. I believe he was part of the Bad Boy family with P. Diddy in the family. Is this a Black Rob song we're it listening is. to this right is here? a song called Whoa. Oh, oh, and you'll I figure know. out why. I know this song. This song's dope. Yeah. So I don't know how he died. They didn't really publicize that. At least I didn't see it. But 51 years old, hes that's another young death. I don't think it was COVID. Mm. But I'm sure they'll say it was. Whoa. It's suddenly sick to my stomach that we lost Black Rob. This song is fire. And also, speaking of deaths... The DMX Memorial will be this weekend at the Barclays Center in New York, and it is open to the public. Come on! Are we going to head there? Do a live bonus episode from the Barclays? That sounds kind of fun. I'd be down for that. I think like we get robbed. Us trying to like mingle with people. Like, Yeah, I just watched Exit Wounds the other day. I mean... Yeah. Crazy, right? Gone too soon. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Them just taking the microphones? <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> Who's them, Ryan? Heads. Monty wow. just took away dozens of points. Wow, you're losing points early. I hate to see it. I didn't even mean it like that. While we're talking about rap, we've been toying with the idea of uh, Chet Hayes cameo or Chet Hanks. Mm. For those that don't know, Cameo is a site where you can pay celebrities money to do little fun videos for you. Mm. Chet is now on the on the website, and it's two hundred bucks, yes. which is a lot. But we are fastly approaching White Boy Summer, and I think it'd be fun to like, you know, get some words from Chet. Yeah, I think that we could. He seems like a good sport. Yeah, I legitimately think he's a good actor, and like better than Colin Hanks. Colin's oh, much. Crash. Colin is not even good. I want to like Us liking Chet is not a troll or a bit. It's yeah. real. I want to try to get him to work with us to like play Kincaid and Pill Guys mm. or something dope like that. Perhaps Pill Pets. Ooh. And yeah, fans, if you have any ideas for what we should have Chet do or say in this video, hit us up. Turkey Head Brian had the idea that don't tell him to do the patois. You know he'll just add that for free. That's true. We don't need to have it. He'll just throw that in there. Yeah. It's a great point, Brian. And we can talk about how we hate smoke shows and like what's in and what's out. It'll be good. Speaking of wacky celebrities, this is a real segue. Wow. the A rep for the Los Angeles Police Department confirmed that Jersey Shore star Ronnie Margot was arrested in LA on Thursday for domestic violence. This would wow. be probably his third arrest for domestic violence. The last time he was bailed out for $100,000 and has been on probation. So if he is violating his probation with the same crime, I don't mm. think he's rich enough to keep himself out of jail. So Ronnie may be doing his gym tan laundry from inside of a prison cell. <laughs> were you a Jersey Shore guy? I feel like you were not. I feel like nobody escaped Jersey Shore. I didn't even like it, but I remember watching like a yeah. bunch of episodes when it was at its peak. 
I was obsessed with it. Oh yeah. It like went on for like so much longer than I thought it would. I remember towards the end being like, this is still happening. It, and like, I mean, it's you, you do realize it's back now, right? Like they're doing like reunion. Oh are they? yeah. They're on like their third season of the reunion oh. season. Well, that reunion series that like barely exists no one on earth talks about that i never hear word one about that yeah it's i mean it's the fact that some of them like paulie d was able to get a legitimate djing gig in vegas yeah, and that, keep himself relevant for 10 years after the fact when i used to watch it he's at least funny he's the one like bringing the bits ronnie the one mm. you're mentioning who's in Meat trouble stick. now He's a fucking dud. He was always the one just arguing with his girlfriend and like filling up the show with drama. He wasn't. Yeah, to I'm, me, I'm a sitch guy and a Paulie agreed. D guy. 100% agree. Is what you I'm saying. Like I don't understand why you'd want to go on a television show, be getting paid a bunch of dough to stand around and get drunk and have sex with girls and stuff and just fuck around with your friends, whatever. Why would you go out of your way to hook up with the girl in the house? that you have the least possible amount of compatibility with and then just fight with each other for an entire summer. Yeah. And then do it again and again and again, like every season. Them arguing was like 40% of every episode. Oh, yeah. I feel. I mean, it was good TV, but it's yeah. just awful. They probably just told them to lean into it. And that's probably why it wasn't genuine mm. or interesting. And... We talked about it a little bit last week, the fact that Urkel is back and he smokes <laughs> weed now. And did you see that video of him and Snoop like doing a whole back oh, and forth? I did not, but tell me about it. It was incredible. Like Urkel portrayed by Jaleel White, like he he fits back into the role like a day hasn't even passed. <laughs> I was watching him do it like, Urkel's got the stuff. Like, I want a reboot of Urkel. Just? Just. Well, I mean, preferably everybody, but... Bring we'll back Thomas Ian Nicholas or whatever that guy's name is. Yeah, but he still it's has... not Malcolm Jamal Warner, we've already... He still has chops. Like, he's doing this whole bit, like, because he's smoking weed. He stops at one point and is like, am I canceled, Snoop? Like, Urkel asking if he's canceled? <laughs> it's That's Darius McCrary is... is Eddie. That's very funny. That is funny. Yeah, I always loved Urkel. Yes, I'm so down for the continuing adventures of Urkel in any way. And it was like the opposite of uh, seeing the Wayne's World guys back because it was like, oh, they're like half doing the character, and this sucks. Watching Urkel, I was like, like he's still got it. Like more of this. this you know what, what it I is, need. and this is a. Monty may take a point for this. Black people age much better than white people. That's true. That's Mike Myers it. and um, Dana Carvey, and I love them both. So this is with peace and love. I say that they both look a hundred. Yeah. Whereas uh, Jaleel White looks the same. Yeah, and it's not just looks like chops wise. Like he's still he just no. fell back in the character, and you can tell he's like giving it his all. He's not like Mike Myers, who's like. Like, hey, I'm here just getting paid a fortune, so I'm just, like, half doing the character. Right, that Uber check. Yeah. I don't know. I was I was floored by this Urkel When are you getting snoop. the Urkel weed? You can smoke it down here. I'd love to pretend I'm a part of the action. Yeah, I need it. I think it's called, like, Purple Urkel. It'll make me, like, Stefan Arkell. Urkel. Okay. It'll be all dope. Done. Can't wait. Um, this is... 
I put this on by accident, but it was on the queue for a reason. It's Demi Lovato's Dancing with the Devil, which is a new YouTube documentary I watched. I don't want to do it in reviews, like a full thing, but I will mention that her story is pretty interesting. Tell me about it. Basically, she had a major drug and alcohol problem, eating disorder, self-harm. She details everything. Even so, or the main thing that got her, she's now like sort of sober. She stopped doing drugs and she still drinks and smokes weed, which means soon she'll be back to drugs. She's back. But she made this album and this documentary and she details like her last overdose on heroin and coke, uh, crack. Ooh, those and, are two heavyweights. Well, she drugs. called her dealer and he came over and she did the drugs and then like passed out and he had sex with her while she was asleep. And like she details all of this. And it's wild because she's like a Disney star. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and then like I've seen the guy on TMZ and he denies it. It's fucked up. Wow. Yeah. This so I is, hope he gets the chair. I don't know what I thought her music sounded like, but I didn't think it was like this. Me either. I was pleasantly surprised. She's got pipes. She's almost like an Adele type. I was just going to say, Adele. Got a big Adele, Adele vibe from baby. that song. How you doing? Um, also, so that was pretty good. And speaking of ladies in rock and, and sobriety, uh, Kelly Osborne relapsed after four uh, years uh, four years clean uh, down the drain we uh, you're in our prayers kelly you're a friend of the show mm. and ozzy is actually here to defend uh, his daughter's uh, honor uh, uh, ozzy good to see you bud hell, my bro. Yeah. what uh what brings uh, you to you enough studios beyond your sister anything what, else going on what you wanker Oh, oh, what are you shit. working on, Ozzy? Playing my favorite song, fucking hell. I don't even know what I am or where I am. Ozzy, it, when you fucking peed on the hell, Alamo, man. what were you thinking? Was that something you had planned out or? I don't know what that is, mm. mate. Shit, I gotta go. Ozzy actually, oh, he just left the room, but he did bite the head of a bat off and threw it into Scott's. Scott, don't sit on the bat. Oh, Jesus Christ. Did you sit in it? I did. Oh, boy. I'm sitting on... A bat. Clean it off with some of your white claw. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I'll dust it. It'll be fine. Oh fuck! This is a music episode. The Osbournes. We're now stuff. rock guys. Yeah, that. Uh... Do you remember the Osbournes? That was a good show. That was like the show to sort of put the foot in the door for the Kardashians, in my opinion. Yeah, we're like time traveling back to the aughts, talking Jersey Shore and the Osbournes. The aughts were a good time. Yeah, they were. All it right. was a lot simpler, I think. There was no. Uh, there's no Aquafina. Yeah. To discuss. That's a great way of putting it. My one true nemesis. I don't know if you saw the trailer for Shang-Chi, the next Marvel movie, but uh no. Aquafina secured herself a, a nice co-pilot sidecar role. She gets an unfathomable amount of work. I don't know what's going on. Folks, you know the whole deal. My one true nemesis, I don't know how she got to where she is with that name and why she's sticking with this name. You need to get rid of it. Like Aquafina, A-W-K-W-A-F-I-N-A, on the poster of huge movies. It's stupid. I can't believe it. Yeah, I've had enough of her. I'll never recover. <laughs> why is she still everywhere? I don't know. <sighs> it's really, it's, it's just got to go. We're in the, that bizarro celebrity world right now. Like it's never, there's no more Cary Grant or Jack Nicholson types coming around. Mm. It's people like, oh, I don't know, 
Caitlyn Jenner and oh, ex-porn hey, star Mary Carey, who are yeah. both running for governor of California in the recall election. That's right, yeah. Like A- Aquafina is my uh, vice president. Yeah, That's baby. Right. Yeah. yeah, she's great. It's fantastic. How about Caitlyn murdered somebody with her car? Yep. Yeah. And That's then right. got a transition, so we're yeah. so woke as a society that we decided not to pick on her for killing somebody. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. Do you think that'll come out in the election, Caitlin? No. That's it? That's no, it's right. right under the rug with your dick? No. no oh, boy. Right. No. Yeah, baby. I just lost so many points. <laughs> like, I'm bankrupt at this point with Fuck. the Monty points. Fuck. Bigotry has no home here at Enough. Ooh. And we are all voting for Caitlin Jenner. Wow, that's fucked up. As long as Aquafina's not involved, I'm down. No. And they came out with a trailer for season two of Love, Death, and Robots, that Netflix show from David Fincher and Tim Miller that nobody watches besides me. I was going to say besides you. <laughs> Excuse me. Did you ever watch that? Never even heard of it. It's a cool anthology show. It's all animated and it's all like weird sci-fi you stuff. You already lost me at uh, anthology. I don't sci-fi. even know what that word means. Um, or like every episode is its own thing. It's basically like a bunch of short films. And like most anthologies, it's hit or miss, but the hits are home runs, in my opinion. And it's coming back for season two and season three. Check out Love, Death, and Robots on Netflix if that sounds interesting to you. Fuck, he's totally out. <laughs> and uh, Mad Max Sorry. Furiosa. That I am interested in. Anya Taylor-Joy, Chris Hemsworth, and Yaya Abdul-Mateen will begin filming my next year like in South Wales. And George Miller teases that the film is a saga, like the fast saga. Mm. And it takes place, it happens over many years, he says. The fact that they wrote out Charlize... I know that it's a prequel, but they couldn't do a, a forward to the future. Or, like, I just feel like she needs to be a part of this. He probably because her. She's pissed about it. Her and Mad Max, like her character, doesn't have an arm and stuff. Mm. He probably like has a whole backstory in his mind that like he wants to tell with this prequel. And I'd rather see them just cast a younger person instead of do like an Irishman de aging yeah. Charlize because that would be ridiculous. Even though Charlize is dope. I mean, I understand. I think it's cool that she's like, why am I not in this? Like, I want to be part of this. These movies are good. It's a whole thing going on. Mm. But I'm sure that'll be dope. That'll come out at some point on Earth. Did you see uh, Alec Baldwin's daughter Ireland's new tattoo? Glad to hear that. She got a cowboy boot or a cowboy hat, I guess, with yee-haw on her ass cheek. Wow. I just needed a, a reason to play both of those in a row. Classic. But she has uh, gotten quite fetching over the years. Oh. I, I feel like, was she the rude, thoughtless little pig, or is there another one? I'm not sure. I know he has tons of kids. We've that. talked about this. Yeah. He has, like, I think he has 10 or so children. Like some mm. outrageous amount from a few different women. Hilaria Baldwin is pregnant, I think, right now. Terrific. Which is kind of wild. Isn't he 60? That's fantastic. I'm, I'm glad still, to hear that. I'm still very virile. World needs plenty of bartenders. Two weeks with pay? Mm, indeed. I'm a Baldwin guy. Me I mean, too. Steven. 
He's one of those guys. I'm surprised more people don't have moments where like they lose it at uh, the paparazzi or whatever, and there's clips of them freaking out. It seems like something that just, I don't know. I feel it, like, like celebrities do too good of a job not doing that. And there's yeah. only so many stories of, oh, did you hear he broke the camera or whatever? Yeah, it makes someone seem realer. It's like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, you're just getting, like, pestered all day. It only adds up that you'd eventually be like, okay, enough, and now I'm going to shout a bunch of bullshit now, and fuck. I saw a funny one of Kanye the other day. He comes out of his house, and it's dark out, and he's getting into his car. Hmm. And the guy's like, Kanye, like, can you tell us about it? And, the, and he goes, it's four in the morning. <laughs> and he's just so yeah, exasperated. I've seen that, yeah. Like, they're just like hovering. And he's like, you are a vulture or something. Yeah. Like, they're and just he, hovering outside of his house all night long. And he keeps trying to at, like re-ask the question. And it's like, I don't want to hear this at three in the morning from you. Why are you doing this? That must be so frustrating. Yeah. Just knowing they're out there would drive me nuts. I get mad when someone parks out in front of my house. Literally, like to go to another house. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? What are you out there? doing on my land? God damn it. Um, Taylor Swift just passed the Beatles in number one albums in the quickest succession. It's a weird category. How dare you love? I mean, with peace and love, take that award away, mate. That's all we had. Yeah, she got three number one albums in 259 days, which is now the record best of all time. The Beatles did that same thing, three number one albums, but it took them almost a full year. They were one day shy of a year. Mm. So she did it in about 100 days faster than they did. Yeah. Isn't it a weird thing where she like re-recorded yeah. all her albums? She re-released Fearless, I think. Hi. The yeah, album the that was one. like her big one and like redid. I don't know. She like did remastered it, which is cheating in my mind. I was going to say, I feel like she's cheating with because this is like a re-release and that probably adds to the initial one. I don't know. I'm sticking with the Beatles on this one. Agreed, yeah. I do like this song though. I mean, Taylor Swift has cuts. This is like one of the only ones I like. Yeah, I like her more, uh, her poppier stuff. I'm not wild about the country stuff, but I, I know you like country. And I believe Hank does too. You're, you're damn right I do. Mm. I love country music. Yes. You know what I don't love? Exactly. When a good, white, American, Christian man gets sent to jail for a crime he did not commit. Hank, you couldn't be talking about Derek Chauvin, could you? I sure am. Wow. As a God-fearing wow. Trump supporter, I will tell you that I think that he was wrongfully accused and he was merely doing his job. I listened to the whole story in my truck <laughs> and I am going to be one who will be, I will be digging Derek out of the jail cell this weekend. We're staging a, a jailbreak? If you would like to help me. I would. And this might surprise the fans. I actually think Hank's right on the money on this one. And I will be there with you in this jailbreak. And let's go. I appreciate that. Yes, and. And I, myself, will be reenacting this, the Shawshank Redemption. Ooh. But only the white part. Wow. How can you be so obtuse? Deep track Shawshank reference. Somebody got it. And I don't I think I did. It. Damn it. Fuck. I wrote down in my notes, Hank defends Derek Chauvin. And I'm like looking at it now, like, really, Rye? <laughs> is that what you think is funny? He's back. You get a kick out of that, huh? Yeah, that was, uh, you know, that was some big news. 
It That's was nice like that the biggest news, and I love that they got him. It's nice that they get that fucking gargoyle away. Do you it, notice he lost all of his hair? If they didn't, I mean, they had a crisp HD video of the entirety yeah. of him like killing a person. That was it's my like, favorite okay. tweet. Yeah, they were like, oh, we're really celebrating the fact that a man who murdered someone in HD video is going to jail. Yeah, it's like, okay. Yeah. So we're we're happy. Jokes aside, Hank aside, we are very happy that Derek Chauvin was found guilty on all three counts. Yeah, he'll probably um, be first of- or second degree murder, manslaughter, and third degree murder. I believe. Sounds right. He'll probably get twenty years. Is my guess on sentencing, which people will not be happy about. But we're hoping that the verdict is enough to not cause any unrest. It's enough. Yep. And speaking of stories of similar importance. Roku is rebranding all of Quibi's shows as Roku Originals. Just wiping Quibi from existence. Do you know anyone with a Roku device? No. I feel like Roku is one of those companies like um, now I'm drawing a blank. Like like T-Mobile. I don't know anyone with T-Mobile cell service, yet it seems to be everywhere. Yeah, where it's like, what's keeping this afloat? And yeah, like they like glom onto other things. They're always around, but right. yeah, I don't know anyone who who utilizes. Right, I, I don't, I've never seen one in real life, even in a store, actually, now that I think about it. I'm not like in stores a lot. But. It does make sense that Quibi would find its final resting place on something that nobody has. It's almost <laughs> fitting in a way. It's the, the lowest bidder. Yes. And did you see a How I Met Your Mother spinoff oh, come on. called How I Met Your Father is in the works at Hulu with Hilary Duff set to star in the lead role. And this is fucked up for several reasons, including the fact that I'll probably watch it. That I, stinks. I was a How I Met Your Mother guy. It's a fun show. Enjoyable program. I... I, I can't say that I wasn't, but I'm not like proud of it, I yeah. guess is the best way of putting that. For like a CBS sitcom, that was like the best one they've ever had. It was mm. enjoyable and had laughs. And it's funny because Greta Gerwig was originally cast a star in a How I Met Your Mother spinoff called How I Met Your Dad. They shot a pilot years ago, but then didn't pick up the series for whatever reason. And I bet she's really <laughs> regretting that. She didn't get locked down doing a, a formulaic sitcom for years. And now she's like oh, yeah, making... She's, I was going to say, all those movies, fuck them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I just think that there, we've done the whole, like, how about all these reboots? We've done that whole rant. Yeah. I've, I'm not that really... They, I'm not taken with any of them. They don't greenlight anything unless it's like has a familiarity where people be like, oh, yeah, that's like the thing I watched. I'll, I'll watch this, I guess. It's fucked up. I think they think that we're dumber than we really are, is the message that they're sending with the reboots. And they're probably right, and I'm even more upset about that, how right they are. I'm going to straighten your ass out. And yeah, Hawkeye just finished filming the fucking Jeremy Renner Marvel (sighs) Disney Plus series, where it's him like shooting arrows into the breeze and singing songs. He's (laughs) such a nothing character in everything he does except for the town. I actually liked Wind River, too. Okay, that's the fucking truest thing you've ever said. He's sick in the town. But uh, My Chemical Romance has rescheduled their reunion tour for 2022. 
Ooh. You want to go and see those coffins flying? Classic. I've seen them live twice and would not be opposed to going again. Reveal. Yeah, that, I was never crazy about them, but they have some cuts. Yeah, that was some old bit where <laughs> I had a joke that they like have coffins flying through the air at the show. I think was, they really did, though. Wasn't that the bit <laughs> that I went to the show and there and I sent you like a photo of an actual coffin on the stage and like, uh, so I have a coffin tattooed on my arm too, actually. So I can't really talk, but kid. Um, oh, let's go over real quick. Canceled and renewed shows that I thought were funny. Ooh, love that. Chrisley knows best is back for its ninth season. Mother, I mean, mother's bits are just terrific. This show will go on forever. It's fantastic. Um, American Gods with Ian McShane on Stars has been canceled after its third season. I was going to say, there's no way this sentence is ending with a, a renewal. No, no, no. Uh, the Thousand Pound Sisters on TLC was renewed for a third season, despite uh, one of them losing enough weight to almost look like a human being. Yeah, guess what? That renewal is them enabling these women to continue down the dark path that they're mm. on. Agreed. They should that? be on uh, our weight loss program. Ooh. The mm. Enough Weight Loss, where you listen to episodes of Enough and you have to exercise until the episode ends. Yes. That's all it is. And eat nothing but popcorn. Yep. Corn only. <laughs> and you have to live in my basement. Um, <laughs> yeah. Also, Jordan Peele's Twilight Zone reboot on CVS CBS All Access, which is now Paramount Plus, has also been canceled. Wow. Guess what? That deserved to cancel. I saw several episodes. Didn't have the stuff. Didn't deserve the Twilight Zone moniker. Yeah, I feel like he gets a lot of big stuff thrown at him because of the success of Get Out. Mm. And there's not much else going on with him. Yeah. Yeah, he's... Until his next movie comes out. Yeah, he got stuck in like producer jail right. for a while. If that's he's, even a thing. He's definitely good, but I mean like the Twilight Zone? What? Yeah. I saw several episodes. None of them were anything to even talk about. And he did the thing where he was the host, like Rod Serling, where yeah, it was him yeah. at the beginning. And he wasn't good at that. I didn't like him doing that. It was uh, very forced. Should let Chelsea time. Peretti do it? Yes, she's hilarious. And speaking of friends of Chelsea Peretti, Aziz Ansari is set to Boo. return with a five-episode season three of Master of None. Surprisingly, drops like next month. This is a reveal. That is a reveal. Yeah. Aziz is like back, but there's a wrinkle here. He wrote and directed all the episodes with him and Lena Waithe. And the new episodes says they focus exclusively on the sporting character Denise, played by Lena Waithe. Mm. So he might not even be in it. I think they're just, it's like her show now because he's like mildly that's like, canceled. I was going to say that's like their, their woke way of doing it, taking a female minority lesbian and having her to sit in the in the driver's seat. Yeah, and they're calling it Master of None Presents Moments in Love. So yeah, it'll be like five muggy episodes with her like doing whatever she does. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm tired of the Lena Waithe oh, stuff. Shit. I Yeah, like, she stinks. She was behind that show Them, which is like just not 
I'm loving the biggest sob story of a show that's ever existed. That is did just... you watch more than just the first episode? No. Did you get back in? No, okay. I just yeah, it's, I hated it. Yeah, I really hated it. I watched six, and it's like as we discussed last week. It's you know I don't think black people want to see that the yeah. n word on the lawn with the hanging thing. It's, it's, it's exhausting. Come on, fuck. Yeah, leave, there's enough leave. terror and bad shit like that in real life. Like it's not you can't just because it's it's a terrible thing. It's that's not a, like an excuse for a horror movie. Yeah, leave that to Jordan Peele. He's good at a, mixing yes. the the two tones. Monty, the tone points wise. Let me know where I'm at. I think we skated through this nicely. I think we just went up a little bit. We're fucking bad. Speaking of people who lack points, uh, famous right wing singer rocker Ted Nugent has the COVID nineteen virus after spending the last year denying that it exists. Classic. I mean, you love to see it. You He's really exactly do. the kind of person who should get COVID, and I'm glad he did. Yeah, I'm hoping that he has a funny death. Yeah. Because <laughs> that would be good for the show. Yeah, he's like a cartoon character of a mm. dude. He seems like he sucks. Does he even have cuts? What's his biggest cut? His biggest cut is a song called Stranglehold, which I must admit is quite good. I'll play a second of yeah, it. Yeah, give me a bit of that. You've heard this before. I think it's in Dazed and Confused. Oh shit, this is a cut. It's an awesome song. Fuck, I'm a Nugent guy. <laughs> Fuck. This song rules. And this is the only he has like Wango Tango, I think is another one. He's he's actually good. Fuck. Yeah, this song's dope. But I mean, that doesn't, just because you have good music doesn't mean you get a license to be a piece of shit, unless you're Kanye. Yeah. In my opinion. Those drums are dope. This been Such a cool movie song. I feel like this is in a bunch of movies. But yeah, he's like, I can't remember all his bullet points. He's had several, like, absurd happenstances. He's out to lunch. This is a great, great song. Dazed and Confused is an awesome movie, too. I want to rewatch that. It's been a while. Maybe the most watchable movie ever made. Like, if you happen upon... Like the original... Not the original, but one of the original Hangout movies. Yeah, like, if you happen upon that on TV, you're watching it till it's over. It's without extremely even, rewatchable. Like, without even thinking about it. No context. It doesn't even matter. Yeah. Doesn't matter what part of the movie you're in. It's just finish it. And Russell Crowe revealed the other day that he's playing Zeus in the new Thor movie. And he said he finished his small role filming-wise the other day. Did he keep on the weight from Unhinged, (laughs) or did he get himself into human being form again? (laughs) I bet they they just, like, give him a CGI six-pack. I'm a Greek god, mate. I'm back. I'm not Unhinged no more. I prefer fat Russell Crowe. Uh, agreed. I think he big looked, giant gut with a CI. Yeah, he looked great. That gut billowing <laughs> over his khakis. I'm in. And his chops were on fire. Mm. But yeah, that Thor <clears throat> Thor Four's got quite a cast. Him, Christian Bale's playing some like the villain. A bunch of other people I can't remember. I don't know. Should be. Fun. I haven't seen any of the Thor movies. I am notoriously not really a Marvel guy, but have wow. tried to be. And maybe I'll watch all the Thor movies. Can I watch them without other movies? Or do I, they don't, they all intertwine so much that I was getting confused in the third Avengers movie. You'd get, if you just watch Thor one, two, and three, you'd get it enough. Okay. You'd probably wonder about a few sidecars, but it's fine. Um, Speaking of sidecars, it's a sad day. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein's mansion in Florida has been demolished. Wow. I guess they thought that people wouldn't want to move in. Given 
what may or may not have gone down there allegedly. Yeah. That's when you know you fucked up. It's when like, yeah, like no one could even fathom moving into your house. They need to demolish it and start fresh because you're that. Right. You're such a fucked up dude that they burn your house to the ground before they let anyone even come near the land. Yeah. It's like, there's no way we can spend this. We're just, we're starting fresh. I probably would have just lived there as is. Hose (laughs) the place down and I'm good to go. Like it was an awesome mansion. It's like a full island. Like, I'm fine with this. Yeah, whatever. I'm in. S- swing over to Mar-a-Lago, get a, get a cup of coffee with Trump, you know, call it a little weekend for me. Terrific. Can I, I borrow a billion dollars, somebody? Fantastic. That's all the news I have. I don't know if you have a lot more. I mean, maybe just a couple more. Paul Thomas Anderson's next film starring ah, good. Cooper Hoffman, Bradley Cooper, Alana Haim from the band Haim, and Benny Safdie will release on December 22nd, 2021. Nice Christmas movie. This year. I like that. It's a turkey boy Christmas. And yeah, like they were just filming this a while. This seems like very sudden Mm. for, you know, a movie of such substance, the new P.T. Anderson movie to be coming out by Christmas. This is dope. That's awesome, yeah. Yeah, like this. It's a Christmas miracle. Yeah. (laughs) Christmas movies are back. I mean... I'm yeah. hoping that that ushers in a whole 2022 filled with hits. Yes. we've earned it. And I think we mentioned in the past, it stars Philip Seymour Hoffman's son, Cooper Hoffman, which is oh. just like, how charming is that? That's nice, yeah. The world. Like Michael Gandolfini, they're all just filling in those shoes. The fucking next generation of the fucking world. When will uh, Ennis Cosby fuck? start acting? <laughs> yeah, he's... He's waiting for. He should just change his last name and just try to like eke into some stuff. That was act. There was two jokes there. Ooh. And it might you might have missed it. I probably did. Oh, Ennis yeah, Cosby his... was hit by a car about twenty years ago. Okay. He I'm was changing really... a tire and someone ran him over and ended his life. Rem- so for those of you that remember <laughs> Ennis Cosby, that, that was a two pronged bit, and I was mm. really proud of it. And it was a little mm. saddening that it didn't hit for Scott, but that, mm. I'm hoping that it hit for you at home. Yeah, that's good. He got run over, which is hilarious. Rudy, Ennis, are you? My eyes go go blind. <laughs> I need to die so Scott can get twenty dollars from everybody in the death pool. Yeah, you need that hundred. So we're not just because he's a terrible, terrible monster of a rapist. We are mm. rooting against Cosby. Yeah, based on that hundred, he's trash. The fuck out of you. And folks, we got the Oscars. This Sunday. <laughs> nice. I feel like nobody on earth is talking about it because... Yeah, I really can't wait for Riz Ahmed to present. Yeah. And the only thing it has going for it is Steven Soderbergh's producing it. And he's good at like being like tech savvy. He's always coming out with a new show that like you need to be... Like half of it's on your phone, the other half's on this. I imagine he'll think of some cool way to do the Oscars. I don't know. Are you still a Soderbergh guy? I'm not not a Soderbergh guy, but yeah, like he's you him know producing I mean? like, an award show doesn't really excite me. Yeah, I just more than anyone else, I was like, oh, maybe he'll make it something. I'll be watching. I'll probably watch every minute of it. I just yeah. Do you have any last second predictions? I that think you throw out there. Minari might win Best Picture. That'd be Francis McDormand's going to win Best Actress. Yeah, that's a given. Chadwick Boseman's going to win Best Actor. Mm-hmm. Bingo, bingo. Um, best director. 
might be another round. That guy. I'm forgetting his name. See, that would be a big one because that movie didn't get nominated for Best Picture, but did get Best Director. That would be like a precedent set, yeah. But I yeah. think that of all of them, that was the one that should get it. I'm into it. Or the or the guy who did Minari. I'm thinking Nomadland is going to take Best Picture. That just seems like the yeah. safe, obvious choice. It's either that or Minari, in my opinion. Yeah. I'd rather see Minari. I don't know. I didn't really love either of them. They're both kind of like boring Oscar dreck. They're probably like, well, Parasite won last year. We can't do this again with I mean, Minari. Well, what about the whole Stop Asian Hate movement? I feel like Ooh. that could be... Could be. But Chadwick Boseman's dead. So there's that. So he's definitely going to win. That movie, I don't think, got nominated for Best Picture, though. Or if it did, like, if that one well, for Best, best Picture... Actor, it's, it's well, Chadwick, yeah. Yeah, that's... Yeah. But Ma Rainey, I don't believe, was a Best Picture nomination, no. no. And I didn't even hate that movie. Like, it had its moments, but it's like a... I really hated it. It's a play that they filmed, and it's like, this is barely even a movie. I never enjoy film-adapted plays, ever. Like, Fences was uncomfortably boring for me it's always so glaringly yes it used to be a play and you're just like, like oh. well yeah mr sweeney we'll meet you down at the picture show yeah. just like i hate the whole like back and forth of yeah. it and it's like why has this scene been taking place in this location for like 25 actual minutes like let's get moving let's go. a movie has to do it just so to have a single location like yeah. a phone booth type of movie yeah i, I never I can't think of a single movie that I really love that does that. Yeah, you need to like introduce new things in like a effortless way to keep it interesting. Otherwise, it's just like, what are we still doing here? This sucks. Yeah. Fuck. But I think that's enough news for this week. Do you want to talk about some shit? I would love to. Easy. Go ahead. Do yours and then I'll get into mine. Folks, I shut off Synchronic. A new I watched movie all of it. Fuck. That is tearing up the Netflix charts. It's been at like number one all week. And it's an indie sci-fi thing, which I can enjoy from time to time. And the directors, they did something I liked, like The Endless. The Russo Brothers, was it? Or something? No. <laughs> Who the, the fuck was it? It is a duo director. Yeah, um, I remember being like, I pr I'll probably it. like this. But this is a movie. The Coen Brothers. That was right on the <laughs> yeah. tip of your tongue. It stars that guy from Fifty Shades. Jamie, Jamie Dornan. Dornan. Yes. And... Anthony Mackie, yes, who is a Costco brand skinnier Will Smith with a pinhead. Haha, Anthony Hacky. Hey, gotcha. You just got skewered, Anthony. But yeah, this movie fucking it was awful. Slog much? Awful. I can't believe that you made it to the end and I didn't. It's this a movie a... that pretends that bringing out the dead doesn't exist basically Ooh. and does it horribly so it's like a sci-fi bringing out the dead kind of it's like two emts roaring around and they're fucked up all the time and like they're fighting each other and it just sucked i fucking hated it yeah and it's i was thinking there was not a lot of jamie dornan in it which is good because he kind of stinks and anthony mackie's decent but it just goes nowhere slowly Anthony Mackie, they sneak him into a lot of Netflix originals. Yeah. He, they must have him like locked down into some sort of fucked up turkey contract. <clears throat> but yeah, I didn't love this, but other people seem to. I don't know. Maybe give it a go if you're feeling indie, sci-fi, artsy. And I also shut off on Netflix, Dad, You're Embarrassing Me, a new Netflix laugh track sitcom starring Jamie Foxx. Woof. Academy Award winner Jamie Foxx 
is on a Holy a laugh Holy. track sitcom that reminds me of like Home Improvement, but like very bad. It's like he has a daughter that he's raising alone, and he's like following her around to make sure she's not, you know, hooking up with guys and being Whoa. all wacky and doing drugs. It's like Jamie Fox and oh, Jamie Fox in protective dad mode. Yuck! I can't believe this show exists. Like, doesn't he? He still does movies. Like, what's going on? Why did this happen? I and he's he's in like Eddie Murphy mode, doing like. He's playing other characters. He's playing a wacky preacher in one scene when they go to church. Church. I I, I don't even know what to say about this show. And I feel like Sounds no one's awful, talking yeah. about it. I was watching it just like, does this even exist? Like, am I? Looked dumb. Sounds dumber. I'm glad you shut it. What is Jamie doing? He's very good, too. So this is, yeah. he's definitely slumming it, doing anything with Netflix. I'm going to make it do what it do, baby. I tried another crack at the Joaquin Phoenix movie, You Were Never Really Here, Ooh. and guess what? Still hated it. Mm. Shut it off. That, uh, we saw that in the theater. I like, did. I like parts of that movie, but it- I wanted to love it. It's too slow, and it artsily doesn't show you all the violence. Infuriating, To yeah. be artsy, and it's like, okay, but I kind of need, I need that. Yeah, of course we want to see the violence. I also shut off, uh- I think it was John Leguizamo's directorial debut, Critical Thinking, a movie about chess. It's on Stars now. If you're interested in basically the Diet Coke version of Dangerous Minds, 30 years later and much worse. Do you want to watch a really boring version of The Queen's Gambit with John Leguizamo? Yawn. Buckle up. It's poorly done. It just goes nowhere. I hated it. And Mythic Quest on apple tv plus had a bonus episode of sorts it's not season two yet but it was like some sort of like an rpg set like it's a nerdy Ooh. show as it is but Whoa. it was set within like a like a larping like role-playing kind of world and it was just so so over the top dorky i got angry at it and shut it off it sounds like a <clears throat> holiday episode of community sounds basically awful. yeah, yeah. <laughs> boo yeah sucked hated it didn't even make it 10 minutes yeah, I never got into that show. It's good. I like it, but that was not. Also, speaking community, that Abed from that show is on that show, which yes, I don't know. same exact character. And what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, you were never really here. One of my most popular letterboxed reviews when we saw that movie. Mm. My review is just, "I wish this was true." Oh, like for having been there. That's clever. He gets That's good. It. He gets it. It's a thinker, folks. It's a thinker. The letterbox community really enjoyed it. Us just explaining our bits to each other <laughs> on air. Yeah, baby. I might have missed that. <laughs> like, you know, and Ennis Cosby, he, he's dead. Do you get it? That's why it's funny. <laughs> okay, let's flesh this out further. All right, Sam, edit it out here to make it sound like we're both hilarious. Love you, bud. We're back. I don't know. You want to take a break Let's and take watch a break. the new Mortal Kombat mm. movie? Can't wait. Folks, we'll be right back. Did we just watch the new Mortal Kombat movie? 
Combat sucked. Combat with a K. Yeah, I feel like my soul has been sucked out of my body, just like that character mm. does to that other character at a couple points. I liked nothing about it. Yeah, this was this is a new movie that's playing in theaters. And Imagine if we were walking out of a theater right now, I'd be furious. Yeah, I'd just be like, what a what is life? Like we saw it in the Lux for 35 bucks a seat. <laughs> yeah, like what are we doing? Nice $100 night on that fucking piece of shit. That's what the movie industry has coming for it. The fact that we know how big all the how big of a turkey most of the movies are going to be. And we're used to just being able to watch them here and have it not be that big of a deal. Yeah. Like we'd be sidling ourselves into a 20 minute drive. Like just, ugh. Yeah, that would like send me into a true depression. And then we had, we'd have to come back and record. And by, oh, just, I don't know. I can't wrap my head around the way we used to do it. Like that trudge out of the turkey mm. where you're just like, ugh. And at least now we can just walk a few feet. Yeah. But you can tell they'd made this movie just because they were like, well, like, should we make another Mortal Kombat? Like, they didn't have any fresh takes or nope. interesting ideas or anything going on in this movie. It's just... Tepid. And, like, all the really... If the fights were cool, I'd be like, this movie fucking rocks. It was like a masterpiece. But the fights were boring. Like... The CGI was poorly done. The sets were glaringly a set. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just thought it was trite. They should have had dumb. someone who knows how to do fight sequences do this. Like the guy who does the raid movies. Right. If he made this, it would have been. You don't think they should have had it be a guy's directorial debut <sighs> no. for one of the more, most difficult to execute movie premises of all time? Yeah, that is making absurd. a video game movie is a true art form. Yeah. Or they just said, "Who cares? Let's just make it." And that's the most ridiculous part. It's like the cutscenes in the video games are better than this movie. Mm. Like they try to cobble together a story and throw in like too many of the sidecars. Like Sonya Blade, fucking Sub-Zero, Scorpion. Oh, they're just talking about it. They even sneak in some of the like even more extraneous ones. Like Cyrax is on the scene. I was impressed you remembered his name. I, yeah, I don't even know really rich. how that happened but like the original the ones from the 90s are kind of fun because they're super yeah. cheesy and over the top and they have that dope music that uh everyone knows the song like the mortal Kombat song this one had kind of like a techno remix that i didn't really care for and yeah this one you need you need to go like one way or the other it needs to be really cheesy and ridiculous or like super serious if that would even happen. This was just kind of in the middle and was just kind of boring. Yeah, there was literally nothing I liked about it. Yeah. It, uh... That's Mortal Kombat, the new 2021 version, now on HBO Max and in theaters. So head on out to your local AMC and throw on a mask and socially distance yourself in a nice limited capacity theater and close your eyes for a nap. Get over here. And also, those are like the most exciting parts of the movie, even though it still sucked. When they do all the things from the game, like they say, finish him and... Flawless victory. Yeah. There was a couple little like <laughs> fan service parts that were exciting for five seconds. Yeah. But even, otherwise, yuck. Yeah, I was mostly just impressed that they had the balls to do those bits. I was like, wow, this is ridiculous. 
But yes, we also watched the new movie City of Lies. Mm. New to us, really. Yeah. As you mentioned before, it has been shelved for three years. Oh, yeah. And starring John Depp and Forrest Whitaker. Oh, yeah. Yeah, while watching it, I was like, I see why this was shelved. Yes. I see why they weren't in a rush to get this out there. This is a movie about the... Uh, the investigation into the deaths of Biggie and Tupac. Mo- mm. Mainly Biggie, though. Mostly Biggie in this one, yeah. Yeah. Chris Wallace. Mm. And uh, City of Lies, maybe the most generic title for a movie ever? The title leaves a lot to be desired. You're yeah. wondering, like, it, I don't even see how that applies. It has. Yeah, it's like LA, I guess. They don't really. Right. It's not really his killing wasn't really about the city. Yeah. That's the way I it's not not like he was in organized crime in Los Angeles. He was a New York-based rapper on vacation in Los Angeles. Yeah. And he was at an award show. He left the award show and died. Yeah. And it has nothing to do with the city. No. He was going to get shot wherever he was. There was people and the, we, the the wild part is we still don't know who did it, blah blah blah. It was all a dream. This movie didn't really help with that. I liked it more than I thought I was going to. It's by no means like a good movie that I would tell people about or admit that I liked it. But here in the privacy of our podcast, Hmm. I will say that I would give this three out of five or two and a half out of five on Letterboxd comfortably. Yeah, I'd give it like a two or two and a half. I was mainly bored by this movie. And Forrest Whitaker... I don't know. He stinks. Yeah, I don't like him. <laughs> I hated Ghost Dog or whatever. I bought it on DVD because I couldn't find it streaming anywhere. That's like one of his better movies. Everything he does these days, he's always just so over the top and just rolls in like, Hello, my child. It's me. I'm looking for biggies. killers. Do you not care? Yeah, it's... I don't know. I feel like that was a pretty good Whitaker. That was. What mm-hmm. about mine? Dueling uh, Whitakers? Your Edie, I mean, <laughs> is, is okay. I'm a little parched. Uh, he's just... He's fine. John Depp is fine. I think this movie got shelved partially due to the John Depp Amber Heard controversy being white hot in yeah. 2018, 2019. It was weird seeing him in a movie. It, it was, been a while. yeah. And like he was such a guy for so long. I was like, oh yeah, John. <laughs> it's like seeing TJ Miller or Chris D'Elia appearing in something <laughs> like, oh, yes. hey. I, I bet they're working on You're something. You're canceled. Together. And Kevin Spacey's directing. Yeah. Harvey Weinstein produced From Jail. Done. Ooh. That's a green light. Um, yeah, it was good, I guess. It'll be free any day now. I paid six ninety nine for the rental, but it'll be on Netflix or I'm thinking Netflix. I had some in good a couple un- of months. Unintentional laughs watching this. The Johnny Depp roars onto a crime scene while Rage Against the Machine is playing. I didn't notice that. To that song like Killing in the Name of, I think. Oh, after the undercover cop kills the undercover cop yeah okay that's actually a true story that really happened yeah so that's kind of cool i guess and yeah like it's supposed to be cool when the music's playing but it made me laugh like we've talked about it before like people like rocking needle drops yeah sure like for bitwise or cool purposes it uh it usually lands my favorite i think supposed to be cool but embarrassingly hilarious needle drop ever and i think you know what it is transformers yeah the used yeah. this one yeah. the scene when the car comes roaring around the corner in the first transformers music movie and then it it drops right there yeah. while like 
bumblebee is like zipping away from so embarrassing some robot sound. i remember having like a like a cry laugh in the theater at that and mm. i'm sure that was that was like 2006 or 7 so i was definitely stoned but mm. still probably sober would laugh as hard yeah and it was i thought johnny depp was almost trying in this movie mm. like he's come you know a short way since he's famous for like on the pirates of the caribbean sequels he would wear an earpiece so people could just like say his lines to him so he didn't even have to glance at the script and he could just like drunkenly sleepwalk through that role yeah, he's been on cruise control for like two decades. Yeah, this movie, I was like, oh, he's doing some stuff. He's like trying. Well, it's at least, funny kinda. because if you look at him in like What's Eating Gilbert Grape and Edward Scissorhands and um, Cry Baby he and clearly Donnie Brasco, yeah. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, like he's kind of great in like a handful, like a large handful of movies. Mm. And then the Pirates movies came out, he got a billion dollars and he just said, fuck it, I'm going to buy an island and hang out with Keith Richards and just like start a dumb band and just do nothing until i'm dead and then like get in trouble for sex stuff (laughs) yeah what a life sounds fine to me yeah at least his island didn't get burned down like jeffrey epstein's Ooh, and also duo wise forrest and john bad duo Mm. bad duo alert wasn't into their whole (laughs) no no because a lot of the movies just them like oh we're two like detectives who don't see it eye to eye and aren't getting along but God damn it, we're slowly revealing our hearts of gold. But it was just boring me. Yeah, it was It was fine. It's a good rental. If I had bought it, I'd be furious. It'll 100% be on a free streamer any day now. Maybe HBO. Yeah. Oh, and it had some good sidecars. The guy who played the villain in The Mask, who's maybe my favorite actor of all time. Oh, I love that guy. Even yeah. though I don't know his name. He has even less hair now. Yeah, he's great. And the guy who played The Wiz on Seinfeld had a fun little role oh yeah and like he was already on Pete nobody Pete. beats him like hmm, the strongest man in the world the work but yeah that's city of lies which is bad title you'll forget it just like i keep doing what else did you watch that's about it for me at least mention worthy i mean i cleared up uh enough the podcast canonical blind spot the other day mm. fans might not remember this but ang's been trying to get me to watch copland for maybe 20 years <laughs> and i finally <laughs> took it in it's at least three yeah and you blew it yeah this is uh the mid 90s movie written and directed by james mangold who's the guy doing the new indiana jones notable and he did like logan and ford versus ferrari etc this is one of his early efforts this movie is a hell of a picture yeah i like it a lot the cast in this thing it's like a joke like every single role is like a that guy or someone who's you know like de niro keitel ray liotta robert patrick stallone of course hey ooh this movie's loaded. It's Everybody's here. We got Michael Rappaport over here. Jesus Christ, he's pretty good. I fucking hate Michael Rappaport. He's, he was all right in the nineties. He was all right in the nineties before he like started doing stern show appearances and infecting everything and yeah. like arguing with people publicly. He's basically part of Howard's whack pack. 
these days. At this point, yeah. He used to be like uh, an actor of note, and now he's a goofball who who does atypical on Netflix. Yeah, but yeah. Copland. I mean, what can you say? I got to rewatch it. It was solid, though. Yeah, it's uh, got a hell of an ending. It's like one of those slow burn. It's kind of like an L.A. Confidential type, yeah. like detective vibe. Not heavy on action, but got a bunch of characters. Crime it's very interesting. Drama. Yeah. You know, cops arguing over crime scenes, all the stuff that I love. All the good stuff, yeah. We love a good crime scene bickering. Yeah. That's always nice. And yeah, hell of an ending. Mm. Like, it's all about that uh, that big finish in Copland. Where'd you watch it? Uh, it's on Showtime right now. That's how, that's how this a friend of the show, Brian, actually reminded us of this. Thank you. And Scotty and I, the last time I recommended this, it was on Stars, and mm. Scotty never pulled the trigger, and now it came full circle onto Showtime. I actually saw it on the Showtime queue and made me Ooh. laugh, and I forgot to bring it up, so He's I'm back. glad you resurfaced that bit. Yeah, that, uh, I love clearing up a blind spot. Mm. Now I've seen Copland. I did that the other day with uh, Seven Psychopaths. Ooh, I don't like that movie at all. What did you think of it? <sighs> Sam Rockwell was really, really good. He usually is. He was great. Mm. I hate Colin Farrell. In he's handsome in everything. Ooh, interesting. He's handsome, and I like him, but he's a shitty actor. What about in Miami Vice 2006? It looks cool, <laughs> but it's bad. He's bad in most, and uh, it's a bad. It, Seven Psychopaths is a bad movie. No. I, I, I gotta say it. No one I, a mojito quite like Colin I, Farrell. It's not yes. a bad movie. That's wrong. I think I gave it three out of five or two and a half maybe. And I think Sam Rockwell is good enough that it almost made it worth the price of admission. And I like a few of the killings. And I love Sam Rockwell in this. I think he was really cool. And I thought he had some good lines. And I think he does a lot of good like um, – object work with like when he's eating it's like he he rivals brad pitt when it comes to object work just in terms of like he seems like a guy doing stuff and i found that he was really believable in this even though it's an unbelievable character yeah he's always believable he's super talented it's not an accident he's been nominated it's not an accident he gets all sorts of good coen brothers work and stuff like that yeah i think he's won twice at this point oh but and yeah. now i'm saying <laughs> I don't know. I, I I didn't dislike this movie, but it was not. I had hoped it would be better, and it made me realize just how much I'm not a huge Christopher Walken. Oh, I'm not really a Woody Harrelson fan, a Christopher Ooh. Walken fan. I like Woody, or uh, a Colin Farrell fan. I like Woody Harrelson in <sighs> White Men Can't Jump, and that might be it. What, I'm trying to think what I like him in. He's good in Natural Born Killers, I guess. I haven't seen that in forever. I feel like I have I've written that movie off. Oh, you're burping, I'm yawning. It's the bodily function hour. We're back. Um, it's I wrote that movie off when I heard that Tarantino hated it. What are you doing? Like it's his script and Oliver Stone shit on it. And it just I'm yeah. like, ah oh, fuck that movie then. No, but Seven Psychopaths wise, I, I think I don't like that director. His name's Martin something. The guy who did In Bruges, yeah. the Irish guy. Yes, yeah, I, don't, I I also don't like In Bruges. No. And a lot of people like think that that's like one of their favorite movies yeah. for some friend reason. of the show rian i think swears by that one and he loves seven psychopaths and he pushed it on me i was like all right i'll check it out and like i was talking to him afterwards and it's like you know like when someone really likes a movie you don't want to be like 
I fucking hated it. Yeah. Although he did that to me the other day. He said he hated uh, the other one, the other two. So Rian, yeah. screw you. Wow. This movie stinks. <laughs> the other two's great. Let's segue right mm. into the other two. In. And the other two, they were female. <laughs> well, that, they were female. Yeah, that's it. Was it was a Comedy Central show with Molly Shannon and Michael Showalter and a few Ken Marino, not Showalter. Oops, but Ken both Marino, great. with a few up and coming folks that I didn't really recognize but enjoyed. Yeah, Drew Tarver and the blonde babe whose name doesn't matter. Helene York, good get. Both very funny. I enjoyed this a lot. Yeah, this is a show their younger brother plays like a Justin Bieber type guy who gets famous and they're like in their early 30s and trying to be famous and they like glom off of him, his sudden fame and get into a bunch of wacky scenarios. Mm. Great show. It's on Comedy Central, but they like... It has Ken Marino as one manager and Richard Kind as another. And they both are like cliched hollywood type new york type agent managers mm. and but like exaggerated beyond belief and like ken marino's wardrobe is hysterical yeah and just the script is funny there's good jokes it's quick it's breezy it's 20 something minute episodes you, you can you can tear through all what is it nine episodes i watched all of it in a few days yeah it's, uh, yeah, I think it's like 10 apps. Like on my breaks at work, I would put it on because it was a show I didn't think Lucy would laugh at. So I was like, I'll watch this one solo. Yeah. It's very, is it 10? Yeah. It's oh, very, then I'm missing one. It's very witty. It's like, you know, it doesn't have a laugh track, but mm. it's one of those shows that's just like, I don't know, it's got the zingers. It's got a really fun running gag where yeah. they're staying at Justin Thoreau's house and he has like a motorcycle toilet and some fun bits like that. Yeah, the Justin throw bits. They had a couple of leftovers jokes, which made me laugh because I just watched that. Yeah. It's good. It's hard to sell it unless you watched Party Down and like are a huge Ken Marino fan and like you get that kind of feel. It has that. I haven't seen a show that has that feel to it in a while, and this does. Yeah. Where it's sort of like quick and punchy and like it's written as if it were done by sketch or improv type UCB kind of comedians. Yeah. It's one of those shows, I watched one episode and I was like, whew, thank God, like a good show. Like, here we go. Yeah. It's not like laugh out loud, cry funny, but it has definite like amounts. There's lots of clever parts to it and it's enjoyable to watch. Yeah. It's fun. It's a fun one. And also it comes back for season two in like June. So you can get on board and have a hot new season in no time. That is The Other Two on HBO Max, and I guess you can watch it on Comedy Central if you're a sick maniac and you can navigate that app. It's true. Did you watch anything else? That's all for me, really, beyond we've been tracking through The O.C. season three. We're about halfway through. I'm so far behind you. I'm still marooned in season one. We've been roaring through The O.C. It's not even worth talking about, but it's I've been enjoying it. Yeah, like, it's good. And I think I said when we talked about it before, I appreciate it in like the early 2000s, like the music, the stickiness of it and everything. But I didn't see an episode yet where I was like, here we go. Like, I'm an OC guy. Like, it never grabbed me. It grabbed me only because Lucy likes it. And for us to be able to find something that we can just put on and not have to like have the, what are we going to watch? Because she likes like documentaries and then like, trash tv and that's it Mm. and for me to get her to watch a movie or what 
we can find like shows like The Killing or something like a like a true crime kind of show yeah. and get into that. But if there's nothing like that, like we got through the leftovers and enjoyed that. But otherwise, it's like we have that couple thing where we're not fighting, but it's not a fun discussion being like, well, what do you want to watch? And Mm. then by the time we figure it out, it's nine o'clock and like we're falling asleep anyway. Yeah. Yeah, It's good to have something to fall back on. Like, yeah, let's just watch this stupid show. Right. Like like it's just it's you've got it in your repertoire and you can just pop it on. Mm. Yeah, I don't I mean, I'm almost done with Wall Street. I think I have two more episodes left. So I'll wait until I'm completely done. Then I'll do a really extensive deep dive. Okay, good. Like 20 minutes? Yeah, maybe Perfect. 30. But yeah. I mean, I don't even want to watch Wedding Crashers or something. Yes, I do. I have it right here. He's in. Let me get my timer. Because He's we can't watch timer. 90 seconds of Wedding Crashers without knowing how long 90 seconds is. Oh, wow. Carry on the tradition of thousands of years. We honor the eternal stretches through the ages. I have known this couple for many years. Ba-ba-ba. Classic. Fifth row back with the fancy hat. Might as well be a bullseye. It's a very weird, almost dialogue-free 90 seconds. Mm. Doing a lot of work with the camera here that you guys cannot hear. But Vince and Owen Wilson are both making eyes at some ladies in the church. Oh, wow. Is that uh, Todd getting some? That little smile (laughs) and that high. That's the girl I'm going to marry. I now pronounce you man and wife. See, we're approaching that like incredible montage. This movie has one of the great montages when it's them at like every party they go to for. That's it, that's it, that's it, that's it. Hmm. 100% (laughs) would be detected at this moment. (laughs) Them just dancing. (laughs) (laughs) You sly son of a bitch. You will sailor you. That's 90. What a picture. Does anyone know what this is used for? Rolling a fatty. Is anybody how, how, listening how do, how do you to know me? That? I'll tell you who took those lunches. <laughs> Wait, why is it on shuffle? Folks, at this moment, why don't we remind you to follow us on Instagram at Enough the Podcast. We're on Twitter at Podcast Enough. I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Skip Seasoned. And why don't you go ahead and check out the latest couple episodes of the South Shore Boys. They're hot ones. I am on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Michael P. Montero. And check me out and my company, Benefix. Uh, We are doing big things with health insurance. Okay. Folks. Me falling apart at the end is almost better <laughs> than if I were to come up with something clever. The fans love it. Folks, that's enough. Have a goo. Have a good one, man. <laughs>